Hey everyone, thank you for taking the time to join in with Uncommon Women Podcast, a dope podcast to bring light to reality from real life people sharing real life stories with a host of women having real life talk, the good and the bad with no judgment. Uncommon Women's Loyalty is here to support those that need a safe space to speak their truth and rawness to the world. Tune in. Relax, take notes, and let's vibe. Here are your hosts, Uncommon Women. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Uncommon Women. I'm Shanira. And I'm Tyra, the Gold Guru. Yes. So today we have an amazing woman that's going to hit the stage in just a moment. Uh, She's a mother of five, a wife, born and raised in West Philly. Um, She's developed a passion for making candles a few years after losing her daughter in a tragic fire. Um, But making candles actually turned into a therapy that gave her a peace of mind. So thank you so much, Taisha, for coming on today's platform to be able to share your testimony. Um, Before we get into your story, can you tell us um, something you like and enjoy doing besides, you know, First of all, you got five kids, so I know you can. <laughs> That's besides being a wife and a mom and making candles, what is something that you enjoy doing? Uh, well, first, I just want to say thank y'all guys for having me. Um, but let's see, I'm I'm boring. Like when I'm telling you, oh. I'm really boring. I love to binge watch movies and shows and stuff like that. I find that really fun. Um, I like to go to like beaches and go into amusement parks with my uh, family, but I really don't get out as much as I should. Yeah. But that's okay. So it sounds like like a good life. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you like the peace, you know, the beach, you know, watching. I love peace. My peace is my everything. So yes, ma'am. Just don't mess with my peace. I'm good. So before we get into your um your story about your daughter and how everything happened back in 2013, can you tell us a little bit about your life and how was it growing up? Oh man, we I had an amazing childhood. Um, I come from a two parent household. Um, I had two siblings um, for my mom and my dad. Uh, Papa was a Rolling Stone, so he had other children outside my mom and dad. <laughs> so I I can't count how many he had, but he got a lot. Um, I was born and raised in West Philly. Um, I went to university, high school, and then I went to Christian Academy. Um, I met my husband in the same neighborhood, and we've been together ever since. Um, Now, I'm just a loving wife, mother, a business owner, and I also work for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So that's what I do. Oh, you got patience to work for the Commonwealth. (laughs) (laughs) You have have to have patience working for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, because and to be with the same man since your childhood. Since seventeen, I was seventeen. He was what twenty-four? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I met him when I was seventeen. Now, now I see why you like the beach and all that. <laughs> and the peace. Well, listen, the peace. I'm telling you. Yeah, you have to have peace. She they were out four o'clock, she need that peace. <laughs> yeah. Seem very level-headed. Yeah. yeah. But you almost have to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you have to be level-headed. You have to just be strong. You just have to 
just be like, hey, this is what I'm going to accept and this is what I'm going to do. And that's how you keep it pushing because all the nonsense and stuff like that is just going to distract you from getting to where you're trying to go. So Absolutely. I'm trying to move far. I'm trying to move up, me and my family. And I ain't got time for the BS. So, okay. I'm, snap, snap. I love it. I'm about my money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, so let's get into, you know, you're being a mom. Um, I'm not sure what... You have five kids, so I'm not sure what child it was mm -hmm. um, where the fire came into place. But can you tell us or take a you know step down memory lane of how everything went that day or even before that day, before it actually happened? Oh, man. She was my oldest. She was my firstborn. Okay. Um, she would have been 20 this year, August 2nd. She would have been 20. Um, my nephews, my niece. Um, I'm sorry. See, it's about to start. <laughs> just... So my nephew and my nieces, they came over because my brother and his baby mom was having whatever situation he was having. Okay. So they came around to my house. You know, they stayed the night. They decided they want to cook in the morning. Yeah, they decided mm -hmm. that they wanted to cook. And this was like five, six o'clock in the morning. And... It just all went up from there. Like we were all in the house. Uh, we had to jump out windows. Um, by the time we realized my daughter, my niece, and my nephew uh, was in the house, it was too late. And that's how it came. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. Like if I talk too long about it, then I'll cry. And I'm no, trying to just no. my composure. Um, but yeah, it happened 2013, um, July 24, 2013. So it just passed. Um, and it was kind of hard. Um, yeah. We was planning her birthday. Um, we buried her a day after her birthday. Um, it was a lot. Wow. It, it was a lot. But yeah, I'm trying to keep. It, I'm trying to keep it together. That's I'm fine. Fine. No, you're fine. fine. You're fine. So yeah. it wasn't just your daughter that actually passed. Your nephew and niece passed as well. Yeah. My nephew and my niece. They they both passed away. Um, that day, um, it was it was it was horrible. It, yeah, it was a tragedy. And when I'm telling you, I lost it. My husband I lost it. It. Every, it. it was it was a tragedy. Like you know, especially like I'm not saying that you know her being my first would make anything better, but you right. know, she's my 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 baby, my daughter. Baby, absolutely. Right? And like, yeah, she started it all. You know, she started it all. So it's just like. I used to be like, why God? Why me? You know? Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I, I, I resented him. Um, and I'm, talk, I'm talking about God. I'm ashamed to say it, but I was at a point in my life where, like, I didn't even want to be here. You know? Yeah. Um, I had to be hospitalized um, twice. Um, but then God blessed me with my son, um, Henry. You know, he gave me my life back. Like, even though I had my, my oldest son, um, Timothy, but Henry, he just brought me back from the dead. You know, he yeah. just gave me that sense of peace saying everything is going to be okay. Um, mm -hmm. That's awesome. That and awesome. then once I was able to build that relationship back with God, um, everything just, I'm sorry. That's okay. Take your time. Take your time. Um, I was just 
once I was able to build that relationship back with God, I just seen God as my savior. Like, you know, I, I was brought up in the church. Um, you know, at one point, I really did. I, I really did resent him. I did. Yeah. I did. And I'm sure it's hard. You lived a full life, you and your husband. You didn't, you know, your daughter didn't get to do the things you guys got to do. And I'm sure you had some sort of survivor's guilt. Being yeah, that 50% yeah. made it and then 50% did it. How was that? When, when you're feeling that way, how'd you go? How'd you get through that? We had, a, we went through it rough. Like, I'm. We didn't blame each other. We blamed ourselves. Um, no. So it really took a toll on our relationship at one point. Um, we just have to, we had to separate for a little while just because it, it was a lot. Like it, it was a lot. Um, but once we were able to get our thoughts together, we were able to come back stronger than ever. You know, um, that's my rock. He's, I'm his rock. Um, I love that man to death. Because if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for my kids, I don't know where I'd be. So I, I just thank yeah. God. I'm not saying that our relationship is perfect because it's not. Because we went through hell and back. You know, we got, we, 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 we uh, remarried. Um, it, 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 it took a toll. It took a toll. But once, like I'm telling you, God, like God is powerful. When you doubt him, things not going to go right. But once you start to see him for who he is and starting to accept, like, man, you keep asking questions like, why me? Why we, me? Why me? Why not me? Who am I? You mm -hmm. know, I'm no mm -hmm. different than anybody else. And I just feel like I wouldn't change that day for nothing in the world. You know mm. what I mean? Because if wow. I did, then I wouldn't have my other children. Like, I wouldn't have yeah. them, you know, because yeah. I was done. I had a boy. I had a girl. I was done, you know? Mm. Um, and I, I wouldn't change it. I would not open my door to my nephew and my niece. I would continuously open up my door to them. I wouldn't change nothing in the world um, because I just feel like I'm stronger. I'm better. My husband is strong. He's better. I'm blessed with yeah. my four children. Um, and I just thank God for everything. So, yeah. Speaking on that, um, with your niece and your nephew being in the house, how was your relationship with your siblings? Like, you know, are y'all, what is y'all relationship like now? And then how was, how was it? you know, speaking or calling or, you know, talking to them about that day, you know, that it happened. Um, it was, it was bittersweet because they wasn't supposed to be there. You know, yeah. they just, they came around, like the mom sent them around the house, you know, just sent them by themselves. So mm -hmm. they weren't supposed to be there. But me and my brother, we, I love my brother to the day, to this day. But our relationship is just like, hey, if I see you, I love you, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I, I wonder if he has the same outlook uh, on this situation. 
as you do. Like, I don't know. I haven't talked to him like deep like that. Um, because he lost two children that day. Yeah. So I know like it really took a toll on him. I know it really took a toll on their mother. Um But I just say they they all in a better place, you know. Yeah. Um, I can't speak on how he feel. Um, mm-hmm. I do love my brother with all my heart, um, and I just I, I I don't know. I love him, but it's nothing like it's nothing you can do, right? It's nothing I can do. If you nothing I can do. If you could, if your brother was sitting here right now with us, as you share your testimony and your story of, you know, losing your daughter and, you know, his kids being in there and knowing what he's going through, what would you tell your brother? Um, I would let him know that I love him. You know, that will never change. Um, like, even when I see him, like, I still tell him I love him. I still give him a hug. You know, do we talk every day? No. But, you know, I'll be like, I love you, dog. Love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's never going to change you know if you need yeah. anything you can always reach out i was always be there if you needed a place to stay i want if my doors is always op- open to you you know what i mean now do i resent him yeah i do i do but what you gonna do can't do nothing you know i just learned how to live past the guilt and grief resentment you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because that is it's just not gonna get you anywhere. So I learned to get past all that. Yeah. How do you forgive yourself? Like, what's the first step? Because you don't have the kids to respond to tell you, like, Auntie, it's okay, Mom. Like, like you said, I'm we're not in a better nobody place. Kids stay with me no more. <laughs> wow. Mm. Wow. I'm not like it. Like, I'm just not. I'm just. Because I can't control what other people's kids do. You know? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they were taught to cook. They were taught these things. So for yeah. them, you know, I just feel like for them to go downstairs to want to cook, they was taught this. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm not trying to be responsible for no one else's children. Um so I yeah, I know. Yeah. Keep your kids over there. They could come, you know, for a little while, but you gotta take them home. <laughs> like, yeah. No. And honestly, that might be a good boundary in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, because the first thing you said when you said when you said the begin the beginning that they decided to cook, I was like, Did your brother come over and cook? Right. I'm like, I know these kids, because you know, it depends on how you were brought up. I know I couldn't, but my mom suffered a burn before. Yeah. So, you know, it is mm-hmm. all based on your parenting and yeah. you know what's allowed in your home. So yeah. I get it. And yeah. in your home, you ain't staying overnight. <laughs> yeah, you like I don't I don't want nobody kids staying no. If you not at the age where it's though like you're eight, nine years old where you know not to do things, because these children's was three, yeah. four, and five. Wait, wow. what? Three, four, and five. Wow. Yep. Three, four, and five. That's so. insane. I can barely cook. That's so like, young. I, yeah, so like young. I too young. Yeah. I mean, so, it all makes sense too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I wouldn't keep your kids over there. And I love how, like, when I'm telling you, my house used to be 
filled with children. Mm-hmm. Like, filled, like all the kids came over my house. Like, you know, because I'm the fun auntie, the fun mom. Yeah. You yeah, know? Auntie now, but go ahead. Like, <laughs> came over. Like, and they always mm-hmm. had fun, mm-hmm. you know? But, you know, I don't have any, uh, like, nieces and nephews that's at that age anymore. So okay, it's yeah. just like, I don't have to even worry about it. So, but if I did, no. I, let it's my crazy kids how God kids. works. Mm-mm. Right. Sorry, you build your house up with your own kids. Yeah. I, I got four of them. <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy how God I got, works. I got four of them. I'm good. Now, do you think you're that. more strict on your four kids that you have now, being as though you lost one, or it's just your parenting skills overall? Um, I wouldn't say that I'm more strict. I spoiled them. Mm. Like, see, my son and my daughter, you could leave them on the couch. They won't move. They won't touch anything. They will sit there and watch TV until I tell them to get up, you know? That's mm. the type of parenting that we had, like, growing up with them two. Like, it was like mm-hmm. night and day. Uh, with the last three... oh my god i I spoil you don't like i spoil you don't get me wrong i spoil you all my children like they all slept with me like until they was like one or two like Mm -hmm. they all get whatever they want but it's just different with the last three the last three was just like especially with my little girl her like she's the worst of them all like she's spoiled rotten so (laughs) Yeah. What is your what is it? So I know you have two boys and then I got three fourth? boys and one girl. Three boys. Okay. Three okay. boys. Uh 14, 6, 3, and 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's the only girl in the house. That's another she's reason. The only why girl. Girl. <laughs> and she's when I'm telling you, she's rough. She is so rough. Like she be beating the boys up. Like she she is rough. <laughs> she's rough. <laughs> It's that last one you got to watch. <laughs> now, that one, that was the surprise baby. He oh. was just like, surprise, I'm coming. Like, no notice, no nothing. He was not planned or anything. And that pregnancy, when I'm telling you, he killed me. He literally <laughs> killed me. Like, pelvic bone separation. Oh, wow. Like, he was the biggest of them all. Um, I didn't find out what I was having until he actually came, um, mm, came wow. out. Um, I actually had him naturally know nothing. Like soon as I oh, got wow. to the hospital, he was just coming. What? Like that boy, yeah. He he's something special. Like he, <laughs> that he, shouldn't be legal. Yeah. <laughs> the <bone> was already. <laughs> Girl, I was on the, what, what is those things called? The little wheelchair thing, the little walkers. I was on the oh. walker. I had one of the PTs coming out for like a few weeks. Girl, he tore me up. Like, I'm just like, I had five you children, had four children you before him. Stitches? No, I didn't get stitches. Thank God. Oh, okay. I didn't get stitches. Wow. But girl, I couldn't even walk. I was going like this. <laughs> Trying to go to the bathroom because I couldn't lift my legs or nothing. I couldn't oh, do it. Wow. It was bad. Are you going to have any more children or are you done girl, with I got them? my tubes tied. Oh, you was not going <laughs> I know. And a method is not even tied. They do something new now where they taking your tubes out or whatever they do to take it out. They say it prevents like cancer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like take that. them, burn them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want them. Like, I'm good. Like, when I'm telling you, he he was a surprise baby. He wasn't supposed to be here, but he came. 
And I said, no. And my husband's supposed to have been getting them. What is it called? What is it called? A vasectomy. A vasectomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl. <laughs> I was just like, babe, when you going to make your appointment? Like, because I didn't want to do it. I'm like, my body been through enough. Like, yeah. you know. That never happened. Look. He never, I said, you know what? I told the doctor, I said, look, I need mine. I signed the papers months before my due date. <laughs> I'm not having no more kids. Like, I refuse. So if you don't want to get your tubes tied, I'm get. I mean, get your vasectomy. I'm getting my tubes out. That, that's it. Point blank period. Yep. <laughs> I don't Too blame funny. you. Too funny. I don't so blame now you. that you guys have, you know, the blessing babies after uh, the tragic situation, um, how was how was the tension in the home between you and husband? You said you guys separated for a little bit. How did y'all <laughs> read? kindle that that love you know i just we had to both find ourselves mm -hmm. we had the we had to both find ourselves because you know his his biological daughter who is my stepdaughter she it, it was tough on her it was tough on her because that them two was like this amaje and to me if they were like this like they would yeah. be like blue and my husband and i we we was just, you know, it, it I can't even explain it. It was just after this, God bless you, after this hard situation, we just needed to part ways a little bit. It wasn't long, you know, it wasn't long. But once we were able to gather ourselves and understand what happened and understand why it happened, and we were able to get back. And when I'm telling you, our relationship has been stronger than ever. Stronger than ever. Yeah, you know, yeah, that you guys were able to work through that. Did he? I know you went through some therapy. Did he try therapy as well, or he just self medicated? <laughs> <laughs> I had some hope, I had some hope. You know, men don't do that, but I'm just no, saying, uh -uh. no but I love that. I love that because it's so transparent. It's so, I know, it gives me hope. I'm like, and he's I, so I was getting hope, you know. <laughs> they can self self uh medicate, medicate themselves and like do everything on them all on their own and yeah. stuff like that so i said whatever works for you works for you honey and when i'm telling you he changed the whole lot like he yeah. like when i'm telling you he changed like my husband he changed like if you would have seen him like when we were younger and then now the way he is you'll be like wait a minute <laughs> Is that the same person? Mm -hmm. He changed a whole lot. Yeah. But I like that for you. You allowed him to be a man and be himself. And he made change, you know, to better himself for yeah. you right. and him. Yeah, on his own. Right. I hate mm -hmm. to see I hate to see people think they can change it. And I hate to see people give up. You know, mm -hmm. so that's an amazing testimony yeah. in itself. But you know, right. you, you could be you like you can't make nobody do nothing that they don't want to do. You that's can right. encourage them. You can motivate them. You could be their yeah. cheerleader, but all that nagging, oh, you should do this, you should do that. No, what you're doing may work for you. What, you know mm. what I mean? Like everything mm -hmm. don't have to be the same as what the other person is doing. No, right. just let that person do them. If that's going to make you happy and make you okay, you do you. That's it. And 
as long as you happy and that's all that's all that really matters and he came back around at the end of the day yeah he came back around i came back around and we both two strong couples and he ain't going nowhere i ain't going nowhere we both gonna be together (laughs) i love it i love it yeah so taking a look back at everything now in your life from 2013 where does your motivation come from I would say my family, you know, they just motivates me. Um, They make, they encourage me. They make me want to do better. Um, You know, just give me that oomph just to be like, hey, Taisha, this is what you're going to do so you can do this. My children just makes me want to do more. My husband makes me want to do more. And making candles is just like, it gives mm. me that peace of mind and it's just it makes me so happy like i never had anything as passionate as what i'm doing as far as like making cats i never had anything like i did everything from selling hair to trying to do a reality show to going to school to be a nurse to going to school to be a business person and i never felt as passionate as what i'm doing today so, mm. yeah, but my, my family give me my motivation. Encourage. I love that. I love yeah. Did you start making your candles during your grieving process? Or is that something that you dibbled and dabbed with, you know, after having all your children? How did that all come in so, place? It wasn't right after my pa- uh, the passing of my daughter. Um, it was like a few years later. Um, I'd say about three, four, five years later. I don't remember the time. Cause I just kept slipping in and out, in and out, in and mm. out. Like you try to stay strong, you try to be positive, but little things like her favorite movie, or mm. I see a butterfly, or I see her favorite color, or something just reminds me of her. Mm. You know, um, you know when I moved to the new house after my house burned down, you know, her that like the ad, like things like the address. It was twenty four oh two. What a coincidence. Like she died on the 24th. She was born mm. on the second. And if you add all those up, she was born in August. So it was just like, it was just yeah. a lot of things that just made me like, yeah, you know, just yeah. think. And, but after that, I was just like, I need something that's going to make me do something. So I just start researching things that make you like therapy or something that keep Aww. your mind off of things. So as candles. So I just started seeing candles. <laughs> let me do, let me just research this. I started buying little, uh, what is those things called? Like, like somebody could teach you how to make candles, what you need to buy, what stores yeah. you need to buy. Oh, like the bits and stuff? Okay. Yes. So mm-hmm. I did that. And once I did that, I said, okay, I'm going to get me a small thing just to show, teach me how to, you know, do all the measurements and all the oils and stuff like that. And after that, it was a wrap. I was just yeah. like, I was just like, okay. And then my husband, he loved candles too. So once I started making candles, he was just like, they, they smell good. <laughs> and I used to just make them whenever I feel down or anything like that. Uh, awesome. But this year, like the beginning of the year, everybody was just like, you need to do this. You need to do that. Because I gave away a lot of like candles for like Christmas and like birthdays. Mm-hmm. Like gifts and stuff. Like, okay. and gifts. I, you know, I just did it just to do it. I wasn't expecting anything out of it. Um, then I said, you know what, babe? I said, I think we should just um, try it out. And I did. Um, 
and that's how brown girl candle came about i had because for months i had like a few names like listed like what i'm going to name it like just you know yeah. going through it and i kept this a secret i didn't tell my husband or anybody you know i was just like contemplating should i do it should i do it and then i just kept a list of names i said babe pick a name and brown girl candle cafe was the first on the list he was like i like this one the very oh, first wow. one mm-hmm. and i was just like all right babe i said look I'm going to make about 50 candles, um, like the dessert candles. And we did mm-hmm. an event. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a pageant, our first pageant. And when I'm telling you, we did amazing. I was just like, yes. oh, this <laughs> made you. me more money than me selling hair. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I was just like, what was I thinking all this time? I said, I've turned my... Um, like you know my therapy into me making money so yeah i've had therapy and make money at the same time so that's that's how it came about yeah that's a win-win to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's amazing um so now that you're in business you know with the brown girl candles and uh able to actually do that as therapy as well um what is your most um, exciting moment while doing it? Is it actual making the candles and, you know, the therapy in that? Or is it actually going out, meeting other people, getting them to smell and like your candles and seeing the feedback from other people? I would say me making the candles is more satisfaction to me. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, you want to hear like your candles is the bomb or your candles mm-hmm. smell good, of course. But it all originated from me just doing it as therapy, just creating things and stuff. So the the experiment and just creating different things and, and scents and everything like that, just that's the most excited part of, for me. So, yeah. yeah. That's I awesome. It. I love it. You said her, her birthday is coming up. Is it typically hard for you and your husband around this time? I would say more so me. Um, like, yeah, he think about it, but more so me, um, I get a little bit emotional, um, like around her passing, around her birthday. Um, I get a little Lucy, (laughs) like, you know, um, (laughs) that's okay. (laughs) But, um, but it's been since 2013, 10 years, um, Mm -hmm. her anniversary. Um, and each year it's gotten better. Um, I don't have as many anxieties as I used to have, um, like around her birthday and like the passing of her birthday and stuff. Um, it's, it's, it's been okay. I haven't had like a meltdown, um, anything like so far, um, until now, like this is my first time crying. Yeah, but I've been good. Um, I could say like a few months ago, I just start crying and I called my mom and, (laughs) and, I had to talk to her because, you know, you get you, any day, anything. Yeah, you go in and out. Yeah. Right. yeah, you could go in and out. So it don't necessarily have to be around her birthday or her. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And do your kids have any acknowledgement of her? Do they oh, know? Yeah. Like okay. um, my son, my oldest son, he always talks about her. Um, wow. Even the children, like the the six year old, the three year old, well, not the one year old, but the six year old and the three year old, mm-hmm. they know who she is. Like they be like, "There go Amaja." We have her picture up, like right oh, here. Wow. Um, 
And my daughter, she'd be like, that's a Raji, that's JJ. Or Henry to be mm-hmm. like, that's my sister, you know, JJ, blah, blah, blah. So they they know who she is. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I love that. I love that. Did you said your your older son? Does he? Now he wasn't born yet when you had her, correct? What, who had who? Oh, when yeah, you no, had your he, daughter. No, so they five years apart. Um, okay. Yeah, they five years apart. So when I had her, um, I had him when she was like five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you feel as though he got some of the emotions as you had him? you know, during the process of him growing up? No, because he no. was young. He was like three, yeah. like four or five, mm-hmm. something like that. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> he was something like that. He was, he was young, so he didn't really understand mm-hmm. like a, a lot what was going on. Was going on? Yeah. Um, He did have an ep- episode when he was in like um elementary when he had like a fire drill um, and like the fire drill. He got scared and I had to go, you oh, know, help yeah. him out with that. But other than that, you know, he haven't had like an episode or fell okay. down or anything like that. That's, that's good. good. That's real good. If you could give advice to anyone that's um, dealing with grief or um, the loss of a child or just any emotions um, in regards to losing a loved one, especially maybe their child, what would it be? Surround yourself with love and Surround yourself with positivity. Um, stay strong. Like, look, I want you to grieve because if you don't, then eventually you're going to break. So yeah. take that time to grieve. Take that time for yourself and just act how you want to act. I'm not saying go out there and kill nobody. Don't do that. <laughs> but what I'm saying yeah. is just like cry, yell, scream, break stuff if you want to. Just be able to get that out, get that emotion out. So when you do get the, when you do come around and you're able to settle yourself, you'll be stronger than ever. You'll be able to get over everything, you know, um, don't bottle it up because that's not going to work. Just, yeah. just make sure you surround. I say love is the best thing for you. Um, family is the best thing for you. Um, try to keep yourself occupied with positivity and just stay strong. Don't let nothing defeat you. Um, if something is not right for you, keep it pushing. Get it out your life, you know? Um, and that's yeah. what I would tell somebody. Just stay strong, stay positive, and surround yourself with love. That's it. I love that. You got to feel it to heal it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was a good one, Tyra. I like that. Good one, good one. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Thank you. That's crazy. I love this for you. Thank really you. Turned, yeah, you turned it into a positive thing. And I'm so if I wanted to buy a candle, mm-hmm, where would right. I go? What website? What Instagram? How can we find you? Okay, so I do have a website. Um, is www.browngirlcandlecafe.com. I also have an Instagram. It's the same name, uh, Brown Girl Candle Cafe. Um, Candle Cafe. Um, I am in two stores. Uh, one in Philly Shears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, I'm in another store is called, what is it? Um, Morristown in Jersey. So you can, um, go in there. It's called, uh, Corey, um, Corrated, uh, Noray. Um, 
You can also go on Instagram or you can either hit me up and be like, hey, Taisha, I want some candles, you know. I, I also that. have like events and stuff on my website of where the like the pops up pop-ups and stuff will be like next time. So if you want to come meet me in person and get a feel of the candles, you can do that as well. Yeah. Yes, and her candles are amazing looking. I when I met her, I wanted to eat one. I ain't gonna <laughs> I should have told you to bring one on the show today. So you know that event, we had a long day at that event. So and you yeah. know somebody really ate my candle. No. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't me though. It wasn't <laughs> somebody really ate a cookie. And I was just like, wow. wow. Yeah, they really ate a cookie, like thinking it was real, like a real cookie. That's so cool. <laughs> to see it it doesn't smell good because i hate a candle that you burn one time i'm not gonna drop no names but like the breeze and, like, and then it don't work no more i don't like that well these candles like we tested them we got great feedback so if you're looking like for reviews and stuff like that you know i do post like you know uh like my product on my instagram but i post more so like reviews and things like yeah. that so you can see the actual re you know comments from others um that's the receipts she posted yeah receipts. those are the receipts um, <laughs> if you come in person you're not just gonna you could smell my candles from a mile away um so yeah they yeah. smell really well and after you burn it you could burn it again so How yeah yeah <laughs> i'm definitely gonna get a candle as well i love that is there any future ventures anything you want to do with the candle business you want to expand and try anything new Absolutely. Um, like within the next like two, three years from now, um, my expectations will be to open up a storefront um, to get my candles out there and stuff like that. Um, I also want to do like bigger events because um, I think they are fun. I think they're yeah. amazing. Um, and even if I could get my candles in a store like, you know, Bloomingdale's or something, Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That would be yes. great too. Um, but yeah, I, I do see myself like having my own storefront and teaching people how to make candles as well. That's one of my passions. Is, um, yep. Okay. Okay. So, so our goal today is to retire her from that <laughs> stressful job that she worked yes, at. Yes. She's so happy. I forgot she has a job. Listen, I can only imagine. But yes, that is the goal to get you a storefront. So anybody that's interested in purchasing her candles, be sure to check out her website at Brown Girl Candle Cafe. Until we get you your own cafe. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm super excited for what the future holds. Uh, how is your relationship now with God? Man, we, me and him, we buddies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, we buddies. Once I was able to go past what I went went through, I mm -hmm. was able to rebuild my relationship with him. And ever since then, I all I seen was everything just going up and up and up. And I just praise God every day. Um, I'm happy my mom and them brought me up in the church, you know. Yeah. Um, because I was able to find my way back. Um. Yeah, we buddies. Yeah, God, we buddies. Okay, <laughs> okay, I love it. Did you I notice that everyone on the show loves God? Like, yep. listen, <laughs> amen. Today, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I ain't saying nothing about nothing, but he has a way of making yeah. things come together. There you go. Yes, <laughs> I haven't I haven't met one person on here that has like, oh, I don't believe or God mm-hmm. like it's natural how you guys bring him into your stories. Yeah. I think our viewers probably think we like write this in the script. This we don't. So happens everybody that for the past five years, no lie, everybody that I've met awesome. that I brought on the show. Yeah. It it all this is his podcast at the end of the day. Yeah, this it is his yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he, he, he let me know when it's bad energy. He definitely does. Absolutely. He's almighty. And I'm telling you, God is good all the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Yes, he is. Let's check and see if we have any questions from our viewers. I got some loves. I love that. Just some hearts and good support. No, we don't have any uh, questions from the viewers. Do you want to go ahead and ask the last question, Tyra? Yes, ma'am. So we ask everyone this, besides everything you just told us, what about you, Tanisha, makes you uncommon? What makes me uncommon? What don't make me uncommon? (laughs) Man, I've been like, this is my motto. And I put this on a gift that I gave my mom and my mother-in-law when I found out I was pregnant with a girl. I said, every storm, there's a rainbow, you know, mm-hmm. meaning there's always a light at the end of the tunnel tunnel. And what makes me uncommon is that I went through the storm. I went through the hell. I went through everything a person can throw at you. And I'm mm. still seeing it. And what makes me uncommon is that ain't nothing going to break me. Can't nothing break me. So that's what makes me uncommon. I'm unbreakable. That's what makes me uncommon. <laughs> Whoa, she's uncommon I because she's unbreakable. There we go. I'm unbreakable. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man, I love that. I love that. Well, if you guys or anyone you know is uncommon, like Tanisha and is a tough soldier that believes in God, please let us know. And we would love to <laughs> we would love to have you on our show. Um, especially because we're transitioning to television. And so this would be great exposure. And if interviewing isn't your thing, we also are working on commercials with marketing and promoting businesses. So please, 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 you don't have to have a commercial. Just email us. We can get something going for you. We'll promote mm-hmm. you. Um, this is a good way to expand. We're all just trying to grow together. Um, also, Shanira is hosting her seminar this year and I'll be speaking. I'll be speaking first and I'm probably going to say that every time because I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but catch us on Eventbrite. Please get your ticket. Um, you know me. We're, we're all me and Shanae are so generous. Please let us know. We might do a raffle. Get you a ticket. We yes. just, I just know this is gonna be a good one. So I'm really pushing everyone to go. I even told people in Florida, like, listen, <laughs> you guys know be here. Travel agents. So if they need a hotel, let them know that I got you. Yeah, I know but that's right. She does it all. So please tap in with us and get some motivation if not some promotion if not go on a trip with Shanira guys <laughs> don't forget about motivational Monday come on girl how do I forget we have a lot going on <laughs> <laughs> we're on Instagram too at Uncommon Women Podcast and every Monday I'll be posting motivational Mondays um that's just a good maybe minute and a half motivation 
I also want to start doing polls too, because I would like to know what people are, need motivating on. You know, I talk to God every now and again, and I'm just like, tell me what you need, tell me what you need. And I swear I just go outside or go to a park and he'll just like start <laughs> spitting. But I really want to know what the folks need, guys. So please tap in Uncommon Woman, inbox us if you need anything or if you need any motivation. And I think Shanir and I are going to start doing What's On Your Mind Wednesday. Yeah. We're going to start praying for y'all because Shanir. She could pray, man. Yes, she can. <laughs> she can pray. Yes, you. I was gonna say you yes, can she, can. she can. It's yes, about Taisha today, but go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's great too. <laughs> but I just want to let you know. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, Sanisha, for uh, um, tuning in with us today. Thank you for your amazing testimony. That was great. Thank you. You inspired me a lot, and you motivated me. Thank Boss you for having me. I really do wife. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, and thank you so much for all the viewers. Um, shout out to uh, Christina for watching. Um, she said, beautiful job, ladies, and congratulations. So thank you so much for that, Christina, for tuning in. And um, please remember, for everyone that is tuning in and watching our show, uh, please remember to stay uncommon. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you've been shacking up with us for a while and haven't subscribed to our channel, what are you waiting for? Please like and subscribe to Uncommon Woman so you won't miss another episode. And remember, don't let anything or anyone affect your peace. Good vibes and stay uncommon.